Okay, I want to speak this morning about, I've called it new name, new life. New name, new life. You know, most of you were probably named by your parents. I would, I would, anybody not been named by their parents? Probably great grandma said something like, it was me that named them Neely. It was Uncle Harry's middle name. You know, I got it in there. You know, but you've all been given a name, would you agree? You know, I want to look this morning at somebody who was given a name. By his natural father, I would imagine. But God comes and renames him. He actually comes and adds to his name. So he has a name, but God comes and adds a name to it. Does that make sense? So us as a church, we have a name, Breathe. But this morning, we're adding something to it. We're adding new life to it. Breathe new life. So we're not changing breathe. We're not changing vision. But we're prophesying new life into it. Are you hearing that? And I believe God wants to prophesy. Tell me to prophesy into this body this morning. That this body would rise up in the power of God. That this body would rise up out of the grave, rise up out of the ashes, rise up out of unforgiveness, rise up out of guilt, rise up about what Jesus has paid for already. And he wants us to rise up into our new name. Now you might say, well, I've got a name, I don't really need... You know, there's examples in the Bible where God changes names. He doesn't change names all the time. He isn't like, change his name, change his name, change his name. John, change his name. No, no. There's examples where God does something in Scripture to change people's name. But there's one I want to look at this morning where a specific name comes. And I believe God has shown me this Scripture for a reason. Because it's, it's a foundational person in the Bible. His name is Abraham. He's known as the father of faith. And I'm going to read from Genesis 17. It says this, when Abraham... That was his name originally. Was 99 years old. The Lord appeared to him and said, I am God Almighty. Walk before me faithfully and be blameless. Then I will make my covenant between me and you and will greatly increase your numbers. Anybody want fruitfulness? Anybody want new life? God is able to do it. Amen. I am God Almighty. Walk before me faithfully and be blameless. Then I will make my covenant between me and you and you will greatly increase your numbers. Abram fell face down and God said to him, as for me, this is my covenant to you. You will be the father of many nations. No longer will you be called Abram. Your name will be Abraham. Are you hearing the name change? You can't hear that. You, my mum's here this morning. She's struggling with the reading. Mum, did you hear it? Say she's deaf. She's got like she. Mum, can you hear me? Yes, her hand's gone up, right? So if my mum can hear it, you can hear it, right? She's got her ears blocked with wax. So, but she's here and she can hear it. But there's maybe people in here who haven't got wax in their ears, but they still can't hear. I don't know. Abraham fell face down and God renames him. Your name will be Abraham. For I have made you a father of many nations and I will make you very fruitful. And I 
will, I will make nations of you and kings will come from you. I will establish my covenant as an everlasting covenant between me and you and your descendants after you for the generations to come to be your God, the God of your descendants after you. So Abram has a name change. You know, I believe we all, when we come to God, have a name change. We have names and things that have been spoken over us, but actually we can walk in the newness of what God says. And I know it's a journey, and I know it takes time, and I know we have to continue going and work through things, but I believe when we encounter God, God changes once something once and for all. We just have to learn to walk in and discover what it is that he's done in us. Am I making sense? And Abram on this day, his name means Father Ab. If, if you know Jesus, is when he talks about the Father, he calls him Abba. Abba means Father. Father, Abraham, sorry, Abram means Father. Ram means exalted. So he is a Father who is exalted. Yet he's not yet a Father. Are you hearing it? So his name means, I'm going to be an honored father. I'm going to be a daddy. And in those days, it meant to be fruitful. You had to have kids to pass on, and that showed your fruitfulness. It shows that you lived a godly life as such. That, that those, those would honor your name, and it would give value to your name. Yet Abram still didn't have kids. Yet God, when he was 75 years of age, promised to bless him. When he gets to 86, he's still struggling to have children. So what does he do? He goes and sleeps with his maid, his maid servants. And, and he sleeps not with his wife, but with someone else. He has an affair as such. They gave him permission. That's something apparently they did in those days. I don't think we'd agree with that today. But he went and slept with someone else, and he bore a child called Ishmael. And he's like, God bless this child, make him fruitful. And God says, no, that's not the one that the promise is coming through. There's another one that I'm going to give you. Abraham then gets to 99 years of age. It says in, in the New Testament that he considered his body as good as dead. It's impossible for me to have kids. I don't know if it wasn't working or what. I, I don't know. How, uh, sorry, maybe I should. I, I don't know why he couldn't have them, right? I don't want to go into that detail. Turn your eyes, ladies, away from that. Turn it away. Stop it. There's a time and a place. Turn it away. Stop, stop, stop it. But he wasn't working somehow. Sarah wasn't working. It wasn't bearing fruit. Abraham wasn't working. They weren't bearing fruit together. The promise, what God promised, wasn't happening. And then what does God do? He turns up. God turns up. Have you ever felt like that? I just can't do this. It's just impossible for me to do this. The guy's 99 years of age and it's impossible. He's at the end of his rope. He's given up on God. He's given up on the promise. It just isn't going to happen in my life. I'm not going to see fruitfulness. I'm not going to see new life. I've heard the message before. I've heard the word before, but it's not happening in my life. Anybody felt like that? And then what does God do? He speaks to him. He speaks to him and renames him. He names him father of many nations. So he's going to be an exalted father. Now God turns up and I'm going to bring multiplication into your life. I'm going to bring new life into your life. Are you hearing this? Abram, exalted one, God adds something in there. What does he add in there? 
Abraham. If you probably already know this, if you've studied the scriptures, but God puts the H in there. He puts the hey in there. Are you hearing it? He puts himself in there. Imagine that. Abraham, exalted one, is as good as dead. It's impossible for him to bear new life. But God turns up and he puts himself in Abraham. Are you getting that? God puts himself in Abraham. Now, they struggle to work out how to write God's name down and how to write how he is into Abraham's name, apparently. So what they came up with is this. Um, God is this, so he's going to be many. We don't know how to explain it. He's the father of boom, God. Does that make sense? Now God's in there. It's boom, God's in there. It's not a little Abraham. God's now going to fulfill what he promises. He's going to fulfill what he promises. New life is going to come through Abraham. He's 99. He's not good enough. He feels inadequate. He's, 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 he's got his own sin in his life. He's, he feels guilty. He feels shame. He's trying in his own strength. He's probably wearing out and fed up and discouraged. Yet God, boom, turns up. And everything changes. Everything changes. But me, Sorry, I had to just sing that little, take that number. I nearly put a number in for, hey, hey, I'm not giving up today. Hear that one? No? Watch Trolls. I've seen it 25 times. You know what it'll mean. I'm not giving up today. Nothing's getting in my way. If they knock, knock me over, hey, I'll get back up again. Do you know that one? Does anybody know it? Yes. You've, yeah, kids, you've got kids, right? God puts the hay in there. God puts himself in there. Now, who is God? Oh, we'll have a discussion about that. We're not sure. Who is he? Who is God to you? If I said, who is God who puts himself in there? What is he putting in there? What does he say to Abraham? I am God all, all Mighty. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm just wondering, we had a discussion in the cafe this morning about some scientific things and we were struggling. Some people were struggling. <laughs> but you know, about pressure and boiling point and, and, and different things. But just, just scientifically, right? Just think, how much power, if he's almighty, how much power is in the almighty? Come on. Come on. How much? All of it. Does that mean there's anything missing out of that? No. Would you say it's all God? All power. All might. Are you hearing that? So all might, all power, God himself who created the universe, who spoke and the world was made, puts the all of himself in Abraham. Wow. I think there's going to be some new life when God's inside. Are you hearing it? How much of God... Did he put in Jesus? All. All might. It says in scripture, all authority has been given to me, Jesus says. Now I give it to who? Who? Us. Me and you. So, so Jesus, all power, 
All might, the almighty one, puts himself in a seed in Jesus to fulfill the promise of Abraham. He's now coming to fulfill what he's promised to Abraham. That he will multiply and be a father of many nations. He's coming now to father and to love. Not to be exalted. He will be exalted. But he's going to come and father us and love us with this amazing almighty love that he's promised. Are you hearing it? How much might was in Jesus? All. I'm going to ask you a question, another question, it's quiz time this morning. How much might then, if Jesus, almighty power is in Jesus, and Jesus is the word of God made flesh, how much power is in the blood of Jesus? Well, you're getting it. I feel like I'm getting somewhere with class this morning. It's taken me a while to get this as well. How much power is in the blood of Jesus? All, right? So why do we struggle with sin? Why do we struggle with guilt? Why do we struggle with shame? Why do we struggle with doubt when the Almighty has eradicated it all with the mighty power of Jesus' blood? Now, are you doubting this morning the love of God? How much love has He given to you? All by His precious blood. You see, the blood was the sign of a covenant. It was sealed with blood. Abraham, he said, I am in covenant with you. Abraham then went and got the thing that wouldn't work and snipped it a little bit and circumcised it. Oh, we're laughing, talking about willies in church. It's got a giggle group down the front. They snipped it off as an outward sign. Blood had to be shed of covenant. Jesus didn't shed his, he shed his whole blood. Are you hearing it? Stop it, girls. Got a giggle class. We used to teach them at school. You'd, you'd talk on certain things and they'd laugh their heads off all less and they'd get nothing done. Are you hearing me this morning? Right? How much power is in the blood of Jesus this morning? Right. And where has he put that blood this morning? Where has he put himself this morning? Where has he put the huh this morning? In you. So now you can live a new life. God breathes into you. The hurt that went into Abraham is now in you. And you say, oh, you're getting excited about it. No, I'm preaching the word of God and the promise of God for you. And if you don't want to receive it, embrace it, and live in the fullness of what God's do, that's fine. But it's yours and available. All might. Jesus says, all authority has been given to me. Now I give it to who? You. You, 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 you. It's yours. The fullness of Christ, the riches of Christ is yours to grow into. The blood of Jesus makes access to Abba, the Father who loves you. Don't you doubt that you can't come into the loving arms of God? Don't you doubt that you can't experience the presence of God? Jesus paid with all the blood. All the blood, all the power breaks every sin over your life. Every disease over your life. Every guilt, every shame is paid for. Stop doubting what God did for you and believe what he did for you. It's the gospel. It's the good news. It revives the heart of a person. It pulls you out of the grave of sin and you're never the same again. Now you're breathing a new life. It's all right. He gets excited. We should all be excited. The reason, why don't we get excited? Because we don't receive the huh. We like the teaching. I like you teaching about me. Teach me what to do. But I don't want to experience the power. Sorry, we've gone quiet now. Because that means I'm going to lose control. And we don't want that. I don't want Jesus got the agenda for my life. 
I'm the one in control. I'm the one in control of my life. No, 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 no. Jesus is the head of this body. Jesus is the head of this body. I receive the fullness of Christ. I receive the promise, which is the Holy Spirit, to be baptized in him. So the fires, the tongues are burning. The heart is burning for Jesus. Are you hearing it? All power, all might was put into Abraham. In his own strength, it was impossible for him to bear fruit. But in God now, God was in him and he was in covenant with God. Now he's going to bear fruit. Now I'm going to be fruitful. Now I'm going to testify of the goodness of God. It's going to go out to the nations. That's for you to do, to receive the Holy Spirit. Be baptized in the Holy Spirit. It comes with a power that can help you to testify through good times and difficult times. It comes with a joy. It comes with a laughter. It comes with some excitement and fun in your life. You begin to breathe new life. Are you still with me? God gives him a new name. And he gives him new life. New name, new life. God breathes into Abraham. He's transformed by the breath of God. God has spoken to me. The almighty God. All power. The Al Shaddai, the name says in the... In the Old Testament, the Al Shaddai, the all-sufficient one who has all things is now my all-sufficient one. I don't need anything. I have the Almighty in my life. I can stand in the presence of the Almighty and enjoy his presence. I can enjoy what Jesus has done because I love the Almighty and I can worship him with all my heart. I do not fear. I do, I'm not afraid. I am under the shadow of the Almighty because what God has done for me. Are you hearing it? New name. New life. And some of you have ears to hear and you'll go, I'm going to receive that breath and I'm going to receive the Holy Spirit and I'm going to walk in what God has for me. I'm not going to doubt myself anymore. I'm not going to go over that guilt and shame thing anymore. There's a line being drawn and Jesus is paid for it with all his blood that has all power. Sin, you are destroyed. I am now connected to God. Now I am connected to God. Now I can enjoy, enjoy his presence. Sin and shame, you're being washed away as I walk in the light of God and in his promises. New name, new life. You see, what it does when this happens, it causes us to love Jesus more and more. When God opens up our mind and our, and our hearts are revived and renewed with such a power and such a love, the depth of God's love changes our hearts. All we want to do is worship Jesus with our lives. All we want to do is tell people about what Jesus has done because all of his might has been given to you. All of his love has been poured out for you. You know, all of Jesus' blood makes us right with God. What does that mean when we're right with God? Oh, oh, no stress. Why am I stressing? Oh, peace in my heart. I'm right with God. In other words, breathe. Oh, I'm right with God. Chill out. God's in control. He's the almighty God. He's sovereign. 
We don't need to stress. We don't need to be anxious. We don't need to worry. If you are worried, go to God and tell him your worries. And he cares for you. And he will respond and he will help and provide for you through your worries. He's almighty God. Are you hearing it this morning? New name, new life. So what do we do now? I believe we have to pray. I believe we need to respond to what the God Almighty is saying. It's all right, Dave, I'm not going over to you. This is what we're going to do. We're going to stand in a second, and I'm going to pray for all of you. I'm going to pray this. Holy Spirit, fill each person in this room. Revive hearts. Bring healing. Break the chains, whatever it means. Break chains off people's lives that are restricting them. Almighty God, wash the blood of Jesus through each individual in this room. Set the captives free in the power and in the name of Jesus Christ. Do you want that this morning? Does anybody want freedom this morning? Does anybody want a new life? Does anybody need to breathe? (sighs) Now's your morning. You know, and something may you experience something this morning. You may not experience this something this morning. Abraham didn't bear Isaac until another year later. The promise of laughter didn't come for another till he was a hundred. I think that's right. Sometimes things have to outwork in our lives so that we see the promise come to life. Are you hearing it? But some of you things will happen this morning. Whether you see things or experience things or not, you don't do it by sight, you do it by faith. And I'm coming to you this morning, God, and I want to connect to you, and I want new life in me this morning. I'm open to this. Are we hearing it? And I'm willing to put you at the center of my life, Jesus Christ. So let us stand, and I'm going to pray. If I'm honest, this is all I felt God say to me. Tell him why I'm poor. Tell him that I'm almighty. And he said, then pray for them that they'll be filled with my spirit. So that's what I'm going to do this morning. I'm saying that not because I'm justified. I'm saying it to raise your expectations because I believe God is speaking to us. So Father God, You might want to hold your hands out. You might want to hold your hands up. You might want to do something as an act that you are receiving from God. You may just want to speak to him and say, God, I'm here. Maybe you're at the end like Abraham and you don't see where the fruitfulness, you've given up on trying and it's not happening and saying, God, I can't do this anymore. I need you, God. You promise the Holy Spirit, but I've not yet experienced or received the Holy Spirit. Well, today can be your day. So, Father, we just pray right now. Holy Spirit, fill them. Almighty God, put your breath in them. Empower them for life. Give them new life. Father, breathe. Come on, receive. Breathe new life into their hearts. Breathe new life into areas of their lives that have maybe died not because they're bad people, just because they've been hurt or things happen and life is difficult. Father, bring your breath, I pray. Breathe. Holy Spirit, come. Come.